gentlemen, boys and girls, tickets of all ages, welcome to the greatest show in Hollow Earth. We have for you the most mysterious mysteries you can't behold. Witness the wicked winged wonder, the chilling Chilean John John. I am the servant del Diablo, and I will fly through the night through your windows. <laughs> Can your eyes behold the brave, brawny, breathtaking wonder from down under the Bunyip Tamer? Crikey, she's a nasty beast. Skilly gong gong badang dang. Grongy bonga ding 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 dong. Is it even possible to experience the extraordinary electrifying spectacle of Tesla's Dynamatronium? electricity help. With music by Illuminati Luminary Diggy Toots. Tweeble my neighbors, dig your toots. And don't forget your favorite fantastical funny man, Uncle Drippy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm laughing or crying. <laughs> Neither will you. <laughs> Hug me. All leading up to the divine, death-defying dealers of distress, the fallen angels of the flying trapeze. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up and prepare, if you dare, for blurry photos! Welcome! Hey, everybody. I'm David Flora. And I am David Secco. And you have stumbled into the tent that is the big top of blurry photos. You gave a carny your two bits. Now see the show. Stuff your face with funnel cake and oh, yeah. and watch all these elephants parade on by exactly. for your amusement. Inside the freak show tent, there's only me and Flora. Sorry. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Witness and behold our headphones and microphonery. <laughs> And uh, here's the deal. If you uh, throw darts at us and pop us, you win. Yeah. <laughs> Point of interesting contention. When we went to uh, the Bristol Renaissance Fair last year, mm-hmm. Flora kicked my ass in knife throwing. <laughs> yeah. Out, out of like five knives, I hit, what, once or twice? I had zero or t- or none. Those were my choices. <laughs> Which is galling. I mean, I, I spent years in the martial arts. And for what? <laughs> With the time I needed it at the Renaissance Fair, it it, it, it left me high and dry. <laughs> but you you left me high and dry with your shirt, so oh, that's true. We were decidedly Home even on that made one. Chain mail. Hope everybody's doing okay. This is a, we got a real interesting show today. Yeah, we do. It's um semi biblical. Well, is it, is it concurrent with the? Uh, mm? It's definitely of a religious nature. Imagine a book of the Bible making a ruckus on the bus and it got kicked off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, them Bible books. (laughs) Where were they going in that bus? And why? To the Council of Nicaea. That's where they were going. Imagine imagine a pumpkin that's... uh... (laughs) Yeah, it's back! It's back and it's better than ever! The pride is alive! (laughs) Pumpkin pride. Pumpkin pride. (laughs) Cherokee people. <laughs> so proud Pumpkin to die. 
Thank you, Paul Revere and the Raiders. <laughs> or uh, uh, who was that one dude that sang it? Travis Tritt? It wasn't Travis Tritt. It oh, God. We are never speaking. Tim McGraw? Was that uh, it? No. I don't it's know. That whatever that awful. What was it? It's Cherokee Cha-Cha? Was that it? <laughs> it was some it, awful, awful. Indian Outlaw was the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Or Cherokee Cha-Cha. That's... <laughs> it, was, it was offensive and awful. <laughs> and it was uh, shot inside a really crappy bar like yeah, the entirety yeah. of the video <laughs> that's neither here nor there you want to know what the fuck it is you're here to listen to that's right i'm sorry uh we're talking today about fallen angels yeah this might ring some bells for you and if it does uh, uh put those bells away because this is more than likely something you haven't heard about yeah if you have heard of fallen angels you might have heard wrong I'm going to go out on that limb for you. What? I, I'm going to do it. Are you just going to call it's our precarious. listenership wrong? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, the undeniable hubris of David Flora. <laughs> We're going to go into a little more detail than probably what, what has been gone into detail for you. We're probably going to go into a little more detail than you'd um, want. Like us to. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to be taking a, a closer look at the fallen angels that are mentioned in the book of Enoch, which is not in the Bible or the Apocrypha. That's right. It did we'll not you, make the final cut. Didn't it? Uh, <laughs> at least not uh, north of the equator. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You we'll get there. We'll it, get there. We'll get there. You can there. think of it as the Shunko Waraki of the uh, miscrypted contest. Jesus. Really, that, that got you? <laughs> there were 12 to pick from. That fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, we're going to talk about who who they were or what they were and uh, how maybe they connect with some other myths or stories that are out there. Dispel some, some stuff for you or uh, uh, drudge up some things that, that might be haunting you from yeah. the back recesses of your subconscious. That's right. Well, you're not going to like what we're going to find. <laughs> so what is a fallen angel? Generally speaking, it uh, refers to a wicked or rebellious angel that's cast out of heaven. Or the single most popular user handle on uh, Yahoo Answers. <laughs> With a picture of the crow. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the, the generally thought of, like, when, when you tell somebody, oh, I'm a fallen angel, that's, that's going to be the most yep. popular a horse that, that runs in the race. Or gets ridden. That gets ridden. <laughs> Let's really focus on that horse. <laughs> But going into this a little bit, that uh, that's not always going to be the case. No. And uh, as as with most stories and myths, a little more to it than, yeah. than what you're probably told or heard. Anyway, uh, origins of them. There's a real quick mention of something that's kind of glossed over a lot uh, in the book of Genesis in Ye Old Bible. If you're following along, and I don't know why you wouldn't be. Yeah, Gen- I mean, everyone, when they push play, they have their Bible out. Right, we've told you that. <laughs> time and time again. Uh, Genesis 6, verses 1 through 4, talks about the sons of God. Dave, will you be so kind as to uh, regale us with this? <laughs> Dave, will you please do the reading today? Okay, here we go. Uh, from the NIV. For you and me. It's got words I understand. New International Version, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. When man began to increase in numbers on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them that they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the sons of God went to the daughters of men and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. So, 
Interesting because the NIV calls them Nephilim. Yeah. The King James Version, as we, we looked up, uh, calls them giants. Yeah. You that's might, an interesting yeah. choice. So we get a couple of interesting things just in those four verses there. Sons of God, for one thing, and uh, Nephilim, or giants. Now, there's two ways that that gets interpreted. Um, Which one? The Sons of God reference. Okay. Um, that the Sons of God was either referring to the Sons of Seth, the line from Adam to uh, Noah, mm-hmm. or historically in the Old Testament, the Sons of God, that, that's how they refer to angels. Right. So there's a little, you know, like, oh, who's the Sons of God? However, since it it makes such a distinction between, I, I, I almost think it's silly to, that they include this possibility of the line of Seth because then it goes on to be very clear. Like when the sons of God did this. Yeah. And then they, they had sex with daughters of men. I mean, there's that really clear sons of God, daughters of men. Yeah. Break. These are not, this is, this is an apple. It's, it's yeah, making it's, out with an orange. It's weird to, to interpret it uh, as being just human still. Right. I, and I almost think that it's a, it's an attempt to kind of be like, okay, things are getting a little weird here. Then you get Nephilim to deal with and giants. So let's, let's just pretend that, you know. Yeah. So uh, Nephilim, the giants, we're going to touch on that in a little bit, but uh, uh, tuck that away in your old pocket. Uh, you're going to want to highlight that in your Bible. And um, we're going to refer back to that in a moment. Keep a, keep a little sticky note uh, mm-hmm. right next to you on the page there. Earlier in Genesis, there's a mention of Enoch who is the son of Jared and father of Methuselah. Whoa. You know that guy. Enoch, also called the seventh from Adam in this line that we just discussed. And there's the there's this text called uh, the Book of Enoch. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's really neat. Uh, there, it's an old uh, Jewish religious text that dates from somewhere between 300 BCE to 1 CE. Mm-hmm. So in that 300 roughly year time period, right around the turn of the uh, uh, odometer. (laughs) Right before we uh, reconverted the calendar there. It describes the fall of the watchers and Enoch's journeys to heaven through visions, dreams, uh, travels, revelations, things like that. And it's big. I mean, it is a a five-volume work. Yeah, it's big, but it's not part of the biblical canon that most Jews use. Right. Jews use. Now, see, the interesting thing about the about the Book of Enoch is, yeah, it was not included in the Council of Nicaea, and it was actually, until very recently, thought to, you know, people largely ignored it. Mm-hmm. By recently, I mean uh, 20th century. But it was found that it was actually uh, still, and, and still is, uh, canonical. It is still a part of, of the, 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 the teachings of the church in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it traveled south, and it, there was a, some historical context there that a queen from Ethiopia, went north and actually uh, met King Solomon, and she got pregnant by him and came back down. And that was already a part of the lore of that area. Hmm. And then when this the, the Book of Enoch was made known to them, they already had this sort of tie in, and so it was, and so that's it. it still lived and was is taught in that area as as canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so it's a really interesting point that that there's a few churches that that still incorporate the book of Enoch and the in the teachings of it but most of the most of the obviously council of Nicaea were like yay or nay nope nay. moving on <laughs> sorry Enoch so it's sometimes described as a pseudepigrapha which is a falsely attributed works or or misrepresented authorship of uh texts sometimes also um that were describes a false pig <laughs> 
The the writings of a of a fake pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's it's still a very interesting work. There's even a a second book of Enoch, which is popular in the Slavic. Uh, Orthodox churches, mm-hmm. uh, and there's even a third Enoch that's out there. They just kind of get a little bit more, you know, that eyebrow goes up every book that comes out. The third Enoch. one was called Enochin'. <laughs> Enoch knocking on your door. That's right. On heaven's door. Um, <laughs> Enoch 2, The Return of Enoch, and yeah. then Enoch 3, Enoch Rides Again. That's it's right. It's just like, nobody's watching by that point. Vengeance for Enoch. <laughs> Uh, so a lot of the stuff that we are pulling from is coming from this first Enoch book, and uh, in particular the Book of the Watchers, which is kind of, I think, the first uh, volume in in the work. And and this book uh, also laid a lot of the foundation of the work for uh, Dante's Inferno. Right. Um, that, that was he drew on this kind of piece of I guess you could call it apocrypha because it wasn't oh, included. Yeah. yeah. He drew on this a lot in his work. Yeah. And it and it lists. Not only uh, the names of angels who mm-hmm. fell, but also uh, their 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 occupations, like, yeah, what they like, did, you know, what they were in charge of. It also uh, on into the to the first book of Enoch talks about Enoch himself being guided through the the circles of heaven, basically, and what he saw, and it's, it it very much parallels a lot of stuff that uh, that you find later in Dante's work. Yeah, um, which is very interesting. We might touch on that uh, in a future episode. Yeah, if you're like, mm, I want more of that. Well, you just have to wait, but it's coming. It's like a pie cooling on the shelf. If you yeah. listen to it too soon, you're like a hobo. You'll burn your mouth. You just get burned, but it smells good. <laughs> um, so let's go back to this Sons of God thing. Let's talk yeah. about that a little bit. What is this? And it's this is a classic, and you'll see this. This plays out in in tons of religions. Yeah. I mean, look at Hercules. When when you have, I mean, look at him. He's, just, he's amazing. <laughs> oh, look at him, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Which, by the way, who on earth looked at him and said, "Yeah, yeah, Hercules." Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the 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 idea of the divine individual mating with the mortal and their offspring being mm-hmm. caught between two worlds and. But always, you know, imbued with a couple of extra powers or a thing going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you see it in uh, the Greeks, like I said, but sure. you, you see it in, in this as well. And in this case, the Nephilim are giants. Yeah. And the Nephilim actually are sons of the sons, I guess you would, mm-hmm. you would say. But the, the sons of God, they have been uh, equated to angels coming down from heaven. It's mentioned in Genesis, uh, as we just read, and Job. And it's possibly translated uh, as sons of gods plural there's mm. that's been thrown out there that's a dangerous little s man i i'll 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 take this moment to to say that there's a lot of material to draw from yeah for this episode we we really had to kind of focus in on on a couple of uh sources for this it was kind of a pain in the ass to research because one thing will say this translates as this, and the next page says this translates as this. Oh, and and that's it, uh, that is one of the most frustrating things about uh, Bible scholarship is mm-hmm. that it's so easy to miss a nuance. Yeah, when you're working, you know, when you're translating these things uh, from Aramaic 
to Hebrew to Greek, Akkadian. Yeah, there's so many, so many nuances that yeah, (laughs) that can get lost in a translation. If you over literalize something, or you you know, it's it's such a a delicate and dangerous thing. Yeah, which is why a lot of stuff in uh, in (laughs) for some reason I honestly were gonna I thought you were gonna say which is uh, why millions of people get killed about it all the time. (laughs) I, I really thought that was like the because that's I was like wow you're this is such a dangerous thing. <laughs> no, but really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's true, and and it's also why you get the King James version, which is everybody's I, I think uh, go to favorite. Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing a, a story from Grandpa. I'm, I'm I'm saying a lot of generalizations in this, this episode, by the way. Uh, no, we're we're accustomed to your narrow minded bigotry. Okay, good. So uh, the King James version, for one thing. It, a lot of the translations, keep in mind, this has been translated from Greek, which was translated from Hebrew, which was, you know, could have right. been in, in anything, Aramaic, like we said, Akkadian, Coptic, Hebrew, all that stuff thrown together. And then you get the different regions had their different ways of saying things. And yeah, it you can see how some of this is kind of like, well, now we've got this Frankenstein story. Right. And it's obviously, you know, it's, it's difficult because there's so much weight. On every word, right? And there's so much, uh, you know, uh, analysis that goes into it. That I mean, yikes! What do you What do you do? So, um, what have we done? <laughs> yeah, we we kind of uh, jumped in the in the pool here, and uh, I I thought it was six foot, but no, it's, it's no, no, it's I can't even see the bottom. It's it's at least uh, twelve to thirteen feet, the height of your average nephilim. What? Keep keep hinting at it. I don't think that was a hint. That's so sons of gods. Weird. And and again, is this angels? Uh, is it heavenly beings? Is mm-hmm. it something else? Is it? Hold on, hold on. Give me ten minutes to get my hair ready. <laughs> okay. Thanks for taking that break. Let me go get my crappy tweed jacket. Let me shove a couple of spanakopitas in my mouth. Mm, that's good. Opa. Okay, I'm ready. Is it aliens? <laughs> Uh, now these it's been said that they could come from uh, old Jewish myths of angels procreating with human women and uh, coming from heaven by choice as opposed to being cast down out of it yeah and it, it and it seems that the verse we read out of Genesis implies that I think yeah that they were like hello <laughs> ladies because there's they're all dudes right they're yeah, all the angels are men so I'm gonna kind of uh, breathe some more fire onto that in a minute but this idea of angels coming down from heaven mm-hmm. is is expounded in Enoch chapters uh, one through 36 which is what we call the book of the watchers which I mentioned before yeah. that's the first kind of and by watchers I mean angels that are sent to earth to watch over humans this is the idea that is put forth in in the book uh, further details about them are added in in the book of Jubilees. Right. Another, another non-canonical book. Yeah. Uh, it's also mentioned in Daniel. But scholars think uh, the one that's in Daniel is not, not necessarily the same beings yeah. that these these guys are. So, so as has happened here on Earth so many times, uh, you send the guards down to the prison. And they end up having sex with the inmates. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Womp, womp. So, uh, one of the one of the verses reads, "They descended upon the earth that they should instruct the children of men that they should do judgment and uprightness upon the earth." Now, to this end, uh, watchers to me 
kind of sounds synonymous with like shepherds, right? Like mankind is something that they have to kind of watch out. Don't don't run on the street. You know, be careful. To me, it sounds like warden. And but that maybe and that maybe uh, you just have a a, a a nicer disposition. Ultimately, it's I guess it's the same thing, right? Right. Yeah. Taking taking care of of something <laughs> that may or may not be in captivity, right? Yeah. Uh, That's getting weird. <laughs> get your Spanakopoulos out. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump over real quick to Sumer. Ye old Sumer. You, you remember that one? Just to set the stage a little bit here for us before we get into the Watchers themselves. Sumerians uh, themselves called where they lived, translated, so they think, the place of the civilized lords. But some people go so far as to call it the land of the Watchers. Ooh, and uh, some people have also said that the, uh, I guess, Egyptian term for Sumer was Ta Nater, or I don't, I, I do not know how to pronounce Egyptian. Oh, you don't? Oh, sorry. you suck! I'm mad at you. Good, Ta Nater or Nater, okay, Nater, which all means... of our uh, all of our fluent Egyptian speaking listeners, please feel free to uh... yeah chime in anytime, guys. Yeah. Anytime. That, to them, I guess, meant divine land, which I I thought was uh, interesting. Yeah. Now, in the old stories, uh, the Watchers are said to have looked like large humans that never slept and never spoke. But that, I kind of got the sense that it was kind of an an exaggeration of their uh, resolute image. Yeah. You know. See, maybe I'm just fixated, but that, that says, like, like guard, like warden, like a, it's 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 a constant vigilance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is interesting. If you really do go down the aliens route, um, no, 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 it goes. It's it, think, uh, <laughs> think Keanu, aliens, bro, because aliens. That's 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 Bill Pullman aliens. Okay, and we're 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 doing Keanu stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> There's a big difference. My bad. Aliens. See, and when in in uh, ten thousand years, when this gets translated a few times, it's not they're not going to understand that nuanced difference. That's true. The Book of Flora it's, instead of will, the Watchers, it was the Watchers. Yeah. <laughs> the Book of Flora will not be included in the canon for the Techno Bible. Oh man, that's all right. I'll have my own sect. <laughs> yeah, the Gnostic Florians. Oh man, that's brilliant. <laughs> I want I want me to be like the was it the Kali. The the death cult. That's oh, what God. I want. The underground death cult. That's me. Wow. That's, the, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, we'll call ourselves... See, I don't want it to be like the main trunk of like the religious tree. Mm-hmm. So we're like an offshoot, like a branch. So I'll just... Like, we'll just call ourselves the branch... Uh, Davite? No... David, Div- David, Davidites, Div- Davidins, D- D- Davidians. The oh. I'll call it the Branch Davidians. Perfect. All right, mark that down. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> so the story goes that there were around two hundred Watchers uh, who got super horny because human women were so foxy. Da doy. <laughs> they call them da doy. <laughs> They swore an oath with each other. This is the funny part. They swore an oath that if one of them uh, made a booty call, that they all had to make booty calls. What? <laughs> they swore an oath. The The leader of them was like, I, if somebody does this, it's going to look bad on me. It's all going to, I'm going to get the shit for this. So if we all do it, then it's not so bad for all of us. Worst. 
strategy ever. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's olden times, so like maybe there wasn't as much history to draw upon, but these are also, you know, divine beings with <laughs> presumably a superior intellect. That's, I mean, what if, what if people in rehab facilities made that deal? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense We're not whatsoever. Do anything if we all shoot up. Unless, uh, well, you know, dude, if I go into that bar and have a beer, we're all gonna have to get fucking trizzed. Woo, woo, woo. It's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a dumb idea. But uh, anyway, that's that's what they did. Angel logic. There's your new hashtag, America. <laughs> and uh, and so they did it. They went and chose wives. That's I think important. They chose wives. Yeah, and that was the other thing that that they like. It seemed very transactional. I mean, like they could just walk and be like, "Hey, yeah, it's like the gap." But on the uh, in in their interesting left between the Tigris and Euphrates was the gap. In their defense, there's this being of of light and purity, sculpted by God Himself, and depending on your description, sometimes clad in the armor of the truth and light itself. <laughs> and then there's a really stinky guy over there, just like trying to scratch some some dirt, maybe plant some crops. Which uh, one are you going to choose? Right. It's like a the world of like Brad Pitts and then a whole bunch of Ricky Gervaises over there. I don't know but why not, I picked Ricky Gervais. I think he's great. <laughs> but uh, they chose wives and they defiled themselves with them. And uh, the wives lovingly uh, they lovingly defiled themselves. Sure, sure. Uh, and the wives eventually had giants as children, and that is where we get uh, this mystical Nephilim that we keep talking about. This is like. Twenty-five percent a jackass question, seventy-five percent actual question. For okay, it. did you see anything? Because I didn't, and I was wondering about what happened to these women who had giant babies. No. Okay. Uh, did they just explode, and there was a baby there where she used to be? To to my mind, the babies came out baby size, baby size, and then just grew <laughs> incredibly. Okay, and then like twice. That's awfully the, nice the rate. of me. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm just curious. But it, I'm sure there's a book out there in some jar in a cave that's that's like, and the women exploded thusly. <laughs> and lo, the men were showered with their entrails. Placental. <laughs> Not such as the papyrus explodes on a hot summer's day. Boo. <laughs> okay, so now we have... Now uh, we have the defiled the, children of angels who, and, and these things, uh, as we said, they're like 11, 12 foot tall, horrid creatures. Yeah. They're, they're, they're ugly. Just they're mean. They're mean. They're cannibalistic, warlike. They're, they're pretty much everything you they're, don't want in a baby. <laughs> they're like Harry Potter giants. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know that they're that dumb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think it, it said, because they're, they're half divine. Yeah. They're half watcher and half human. So. They're bad news, but they're still capable of junk. And maybe maybe that was the whole reason. Maybe God was like, listen, I know how this ends. It ends with gigantic assholes. They're like Could they're be. like attack of the thirteen foot bros. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the funnily, sounds of their collars popping could be heard throughout the valley. <laughs> Matthew's here yet? Because we're partially divine, so we have knowledge of the future and the past. Is he here yet? Dudes? No? Well, come here and I'll eat you. Yeah. <laughs> Quit cock-blocking me, dudes. 
what's fun about these guys is the connection to something that we have uh, just mentioned. The old uh, Tiwanaku. Yeah. yeah. Who needs a giant place to live for giants? But yep. we haven't Who? found any giant bones. Or have we? We haven't. Or have we? <laughs> no! Aliens? <laughs> uh, uh, aliens? <laughs> uh, 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 Uzo? <laughs> <laughs> so th- these guys actually uh, were kind of the cause of the old great deluge, right? So this, this is—I I never knew this. I never heard about this. Yeah, you guys ever, uh, you guys ever hear this? Never heard, never heard about this. You, uh, hey, hey, Paul, <laughs> you, uh, you heard about this thing? This flood? You heard about this flood? Uh, yeah. So the that was the that was the the core of the sin. That, that God had to expunge from the earth. That, that this is by their telling, by the book of Enoch's uh, story. Mm-hmm. This was the thing that the flood was sent to cure. Yeah. Uh, it got so bad that uh, that he had to wipe them out and, and any basically any trace of them. They were, I think, having sons by this time. By the time it gets to to like flood stage, because when like when we go back to that, we we actually stopped, but the we stopped at verse four. But verse 5 of Genesis, uh, chapter 6, to remind you, not to get too bible about this, but there, this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, the verse 4 said, you know, there were Nephilim on the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bare children, they became <laughs> mighty men were uh, of old and men of renown. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily in a good way. Right. It was negative attention, not positive attention. Goliath. Right. Ever heard of him? Uh, and so, and then in verse five, it says, God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, the thoughts of his heart was only of evil continually. Mm-hmm. And so boom, and Lord repented that he had made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart. So he's, he's very upset that this whole debacle has gone down. And so, I should have never done it. I should have never taken that, that clay. Yeah. I Whoops a daisy. And Why so, did I take that rib out? And so... Yeah, exactly. So he's he's upset that there's this this evil abomination running amok on the earth. And so in verse 7, he says, all right. Uh, and the Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. He rage quits. Yeah. <laughs> he totally rage quits. He does. He rage quits. Oh, this is over. I'm deleting my character. Done. I'm You'll starting never, this world over. Never see me on this server again. Good luck. No one can have my axe. <laughs> I, think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to create a dwarf now. I, I think I'm going to run a dwarf. I'm going to run a tank. Yeah, so yeah, he, he rage quits. and but, that, but this was a huge piece of it. This was a big motivating factor in yeah. the flood. The, the flood. The, oh, the flood. The the flood. Additionally, though, the, uh, the, the Watchers uh, were also part of this rage quit that, that God does because they taught humans technology and forbidden arts such as weaponry, enchanting, sorcery, astrology, cosmetics, geomancy, weather. Dianetics. Dianetics. <laughs> the Adkins diet. <laughs> oh, man. What are histories? Uh, Flora. Fun improv game. Oh. Top three bad ideas in history that were taught by the Nephilim. One. Um, f- deep fried Twinkies. <laughs> Two. Nickelback. <laughs> and three. Um, Skynet. <laughs> well done. I would have gone with Reaganomics, the designated hitter, and uh, no free refills. Designated <laughs> hitter. 
Cause it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's just not the same. It's like it's like having a guy on your team whose job it is just to eat cake. <laughs> you earn the right to hit in the outfield. <laughs> you play defense so that you can participate in the offense. We 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 know you're passionate. Um, I'm not making <laughs> <laughs> it. But because of that, because of them teaching these these forbidden arts to to mankind, uh, these two hundred angels quote angels hmm, right. watchers fell out of the grace of heaven. They disobeyed God. They defiled themselves, and they fell out of His favor. Yep, that's the fall of these angels. It's not that they literally were kicked out of the mothership and and nope. fell to earth in a burning blaze and went on straight on through to hail. And and you know what? There's a a weird parallel in in colonialism to people, you know, that you got these guys. They go to ships to islands, and the amount of guys who would uh, either mutiny or abandon their ship to go live among the mm. the natives, and those guys weren't ever allowed back. No, they were shunned. Yeah, it's happened. Tale dudes. as old as time. Angels getting horny. <laughs> Sons of man and daughters. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Be our giant. Be our giant. Please don't murder us or kill us because you're giant and you're evil and you fucking hate yourselves. You're defiled, you're reviled, and you never ever smile. <laughs> you keep eating us and yourselves and you have two sets of teeth. <laughs> anyway, there were a few. There's a flood There's coming <laughs> soon. And you'll all do something else. <laughs> oh, God, I destroyed everything around me. Wow. Musical episode. Um, there were some angels that, that remained loyal in heaven. And uh, these are the named archangels that you get. This is Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, and... Donatello. Nope. Not Boo. yet. Michael. It was close. Yeah. And if you're sensing a, a pattern here... And Splinter, to train them all. <laughs> and, and the first fallen angel was Krang. <laughs> if you're sensing a pattern in these names, the L part means mm. of God. L. L. So you kind of get one of those one of those stoppages in there. Gabrielle, Raphael. Ginger L. Ginger L. <laughs> Go to L. It's delicious. They are also representative of the four cardinal points, so, so they say. Uh, you also get a few more that, that are thrown out there. Raguel, Remiel, and Sarakael. Those are your archangels that clean up shop. But the fallen angels that are named, they're called the Chiefs of Tens. So you get uh, roughly around 20 leaders of yeah. these 200 angels that, that come down and get their, their booties shaken. And uh, for the most part, we, we get most of them. There are some names out there that are not floating around. Right. But some people think they are. I don't know. But the leader of them, called Samiaza, taught enchantments and uh, root cutting to humans. Then you get Azazel, who taught metalwork, warfare, some cosmetics. Because yep. he likes his ladies in eyeliner. Oh, no, this guy. This guy is the most rock and roll. Because he works hard and he plays hard. <laughs> he taught uh, how to make swords, knives, shields, armor. But he also taught mascara. Mm-hmm. Dude, maybe, I, I, I enjoy the ballads. I Azazel, or maybe it's Mabel. Dude, he knows what he likes. He likes shoving swords and dudes and shoving other stuff and ladies. <laughs> uh, then you get Arakael, 
who taught geomancy, or as some texts refer to it, the signs of the earth. Uh-huh. You get Amaros, uh, which may be a Greek uh, translation of Armoni. Something called uh, Armors. And uh, uh, he taught enchantments and sorcery. Then you get Gadriel, who taught cosmetics, some more, and Boy, weapons. They, they doubled up on that because they loved how the ladies looked. That's yeah. where this whole thing started. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, there's one thing I read that said he may have been the actual tempter of Eve. Oh, really? In the old garden. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what, though. This is where, like, I I love the, the Book of Enoch because it is, it's, it's historical. Like, it really, that's a real document from back then of people, mm-hmm. whether it's you know true or not, I don't care. It's a genuine historical document that has a lot of religious significance to mm-hmm. people. I feel like this is one of those things that like some jackass in college gets a hold of it and then just is like, oh, well, dude, I've just figured it out. This is how this happens. And this is where this guy's connected to this guy. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Maybe no. Right. Maybe uh, maybe the Ark wasn't a boat. Maybe it was a, a tube with a bunch of DNA in it. You know, who knows? Ooh. Oh, man. Tease, tease, tease. Was that a penis reference? Uh, no. Because that's what I thought. I guess it could be. Yeah. But uh, then we get Barakael, who taught astrology and hope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barakael. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> Then you get Bezaliel. <laughs> I guess I, I'm probably murdering these names, but uh, most texts, uh, I guess, are damaged with this dude, and they're hmm. not sure what, what he did, but they just see the name. Comptroller. Bezaliel. He was probably head comptroller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was He was uh, Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, then you get Chizakiel, or uh, in some translations, Ezekiel, who taught the signs of the clouds and meteorology. Then we have Kokabiel, who taught astrology and constellations, and uh, also was said to command some 365,000 spirits Whoa! in sort of a little army. That's a thousand for every day. Hmm. And then uh, then we get Penimue, who taught wisdom and writing. Yep. Uh, Saria. Also, uh, actually also attributed with some like uh, cooking, crazy oh. enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's written a little like the thing that I saw, it's like that he taught the bitter and the sweet. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, forbidden knowledge. Yeah. People should know that. Uh, Sariel had uh, uh, many translations with, with this name. Uh, may also be uh, Sarakiel, which is one of the uh, archangels. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a little confusion with this. But if it's a fallen angel, Sariel taught the phases of the moon to people, which uh, used to be forbidden knowledge. And then uh, then we get Shamsiel, who had uh, a ton of jobs. Guten Tag, I'm Chamsiel. But uh, in Jubilee, in the Book of Jubilees, he teaches the signs of the sun. Uh, so that's a that's a quick rundown of the Chiefs of Tens. Now it's not every single chief, I don't think. I think I, I count oh, I've them got up. One, I've got one you missed. There's a few, but a great one. What do you got? I've got Kazdeja or Kizdeja, who uh, taught the children of men all of the wicked smiting is of spirits, demons, and the smitings of the embryo in the womb that it may pass away. Whoa! <laughs> what? I'm I'm raising an eyebrow at that one. Are you kidding? No way. I think that's legit. What what what's your what's your URL say? Don't you trust my URL? <laughs> it's the echoes of Devon, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Devon. I, I guess. Yeah. But... Everything else that this guy has is totally in line with what you said. Hmm. 
So All don't right. you dare. Don't it you just dare. sound just sounds like something that got thrown in there when this whole abortion stuff started popping up no, all over the place. No way. No way. And also, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> You're talking to the Yahoo Answers guy here. All right. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. So what happened to these dudes? I mean, you you don't just go down and, and uh, smack a bunch of uh, They drowned. In particular, Azazel, apparently bound and buried in the desert by Raphael uh, until Judgment Day when he will be cast into a lake of fire. Not a, a good lifetime for him. Yeah. Semiaza and the rest were confined in the abyss by Michael. That's what, in in the valleys of the earth, that's... That would make... You can't get any lower than the bottom of the ocean, I don't think, That right? would make a really great, like, that, that style of uh, of cinematography, like the 300 or uh-huh, the Immortals. Uh-huh. That would make a great movie. Yeah, this would be much cooler, yeah. you know, in that style. Like you said, like a 300 with just angels v. angels, you know? Oh, yeah, and like the, the fallen angels, they're like siring these, these giant monstrous men, and they're like, oh, God, and there's people cowering, and the angels come down from heaven, and there's a huge battle, and how each of these guys gets locked away. Here's You're welcome, Hollywood. Well, You're fucking welcome. Here's the thing. There are some stories that there was a huge battle in heaven. And you find it in the the Indian Mahabharata. You know, there there's the uh, uh, the the war in heaven stuff, the chariots that that fly around, and and just this huge all out battle. There's some stories that say this happened. This is uh, the the watchers, the fallen watchers versus the uh, loyal angels in heaven. They they battle it out, and then the flood happens. You know, and God commands Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, all those guys and Donatello. to Donatello, <laughs> Casey Jones. He gets in there. Oh, uh, and during the flood, they're all like Calabunga. <laughs> but uh, he he commands them to wipe out the rest of the Foot Clan fallen angels. And then, and then the the major players, the leaders of these guys, are are chained up, bound. They're yeah. thrown thrown into the abyss. It's always a little a little creepy and interesting when two cultures have very similar stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, thenceforth, the fallen watchers were labeled evil and demonic, and the killing of the Nephilim released their spirits, the Nephilim spirits, uh, which plague mankind today. Apparently, that's awesome, and, and, and that's fascinating. Like, I, I love that stuff. Yeah. So those are your fallen angels from from Enoch. Now, what about that that one fallen angel? What about the one the one I'm always hearing about? And he's he's just a nasty character. Oh, I can't seem to think of his name off the What's top of his my name? head. I don't know how. Oh it goes. gosh, it's right on the tip of my forked tongue. Hmm. Oh, David, is it? Could it be? Satan. Thunder sound. Thank you, Dana Carvey. <laughs> uh, yes, actually. How about that dude? Yeah, uh, isn't he supposed to be a fallen angel? What do you know about him? Fallen angel. What? What? what, what, what yeah. What's? He's the reason I ate too many sweets. <laughs> he pissed. He pissed off God. Yep. God kicked him out. Yep. So he got he mad. Would no longer be obedient unto the word of God. Right. And so was cast down. Hmm. In Hebrew, Satan comes from the meaning to oppose. Or translated with ha, which uh, is is the definite article the. Mm-hmm. Ha means the. So if you get ha satan, that's the adversary or the accuser. Basically, it's more of a title than a being Ooh. In, in most cases. So uh, you could run for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ha satan. I'd uh, say Congress already got elected to that job. Oh, <laughs> oh z- 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 
Uh, Hasatan appears 13 times in two books, Job and Zechariah, and then Satan by itself 10 times in five other books with uh, uh, various translations throughout them. Sometimes they say straight up Satan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they say uh, adversary. Sometimes they'll, they'll say accuser or something. But in Hebrew, Satan is in there in all of those instances that are now in English have some different words associated yeah. to them. Devil is derived from the Greek diabolos, Ooh. which uh, I guess means slanderer. Sometimes Satan is an instrument of God to tempt humans and report back to him. So he's literally saying, hey, Satan, go down there and uh, mess with everybody. And if if they uh, do bad, if they sin, come back and tell me so I can uh, kick their asses. That's douchey. It's and it's entrapment. <laughs> it is entrapment. Uh, sometimes he's considered just a, an evil spirit or or just an evil influence. It's yeah. not you know not a being. It's it's just the influence of of evil as Satan. Popularly, he's an arrogant angel who rebels against God and is kicked out of heaven. But that is never literally stated in the Bible. Just assumed. It's it's inferred. Yep. In in a couple of places, but. You'd be yeah. surprised, and, and it may be, uh, to further tease, I don't know, maybe it might be worth a, a podcast to discuss how much of the, the concept of hell and Satan is inferred as opposed to explicitly stated. True. Spoiler alert, the vast majority. Yeah. And this is this is a prime example. It's never the devil or Satan or Lucifer in, in the Garden of Eden. It's the serpent. Mm-hmm. And that's just... And they've been running our shit ever since. <laughs> and uh, later in, in Revelation, people say, oh, the that ancient serpent that they mentioned, the great dragon. Well, if they call it a serpent here, then in Genesis, way back in the book in front, it's got to be the same thing. Right. That's the same guy. Do you know man. who came up with that? An ancient Greek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumping all over that guy. Uh, yeah. What a, a stugat. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Lucifer, you, you, you heard about this? Uh, <laughs> from the Hebrew, Chelel, I think. Well done. Appears once in Isaiah fourteen twelve, and is the King James Version translation. That's where you get Lucifer. More accurately, it's translated as morning star or son of the dawn. Also of, the day star. Mm-hmm. Uh, the passage itself, this Isaiah, this passage from Isaiah... It's a taunt to or about a Babylonian king. It's not even about devil. Or hey, devil. kingy. But they talk about how arrogant this being is and rising up and thinks he's the morning star. And he ain't so big. Falls, crashes back down to, to earth. He is struck down. And, yeah. you know, uh, and, and people just, I, I guess, assume automatically it's the devil. Right. It can't be, you know, even though in the, the sentence before they say Babylonian king. Or Babylon, you know this or that. It, it's it's still up. Oh, suddenly we're, we've got this whole to the condemnation devil. of the devil, and and now back to business. We don't condemn the devil here. <laughs> Closer to the to the popular belief is the Islamic shaitan, right? Which, which we have discussed which we've before. Talked about, yeah. Uh, Iblis, remember this dude? Yeah, yeah. A jinn who refused to bow before Adam. Thus, he fell from Allah's grace and earned the title shaitan. Very roughly translated as rebel or, or yeah. devil. Or adversary. <laughs> so <gasps> so again, there's uh, there's another religion that's 
even even theirs uh, is not necessarily uh, cut and dry. Yeah, like, like you'd want. I don't think. No, no. There's and that's the thing that when the, when it comes to the the opposing side, mm-hmm. it's all it's, there's so much inference and because it it suits the people proselytizing, that part is played up. It's hard to offer reward without showing the risk. Yeah. And in and, and the irony of being that usually you're you're doing the opposite. You're you're playing up the reward, downplaying the risk. But uh, when it comes to saving souls, it's easier to make sure people understand what the what option B is first. <laughs> yeah. And then give them option A. It's better for sales. Interesting. And that's how we teach you about salesmanship <laughs> and also about the fallen angels. Yeah, how about them apples? In a, uh, a lecherous plummeting nutshell. <laughs> This it, it, again, it's it's a it's very interesting because it sticks its in, in a lot of buckets, so many buckets, and and also those buckets were women and the daughters of men, and they begat gigantic buckets, tickets. <laughs> the fun thing with this, and and the frustrating thing, it's fun and frustrating that there's fun so so many sources to pull from, so much out there to to look at and say, well, this sounds like this, this looks like that. This yep. comes from this. This is exactly uh, copying this Egyptian myth. This is exactly copying Zoroastrianism. I mean, take your pick, but like, we we tried to boil down here some so, some of the decent uh, uh, cream yeah. of it. We boiled the we boiled the cream for Boil, you. Boiled the cream, and now it's delicious. <laughs> no, it's not. You know that's if you put condensed milk in a crock pot, it turns into caramel. Really? Yeah. Do you don't have to like flavor it? No. It just does it. All right. Clip and save, audience. (laughs) (laughs) Do they sell condensed milk anymore? I guess they got to. I'm a bachelor, man. I don't. I have no idea. What does that have to do with it? Because condensed milk is like like a second tier ingredient for people who are doing advanced (laughs) cooking. Okay. (laughs) I mean... I, I you, don't have any. What you mean of it. is that you put the the craft uh, mac and cheese packet in, accidentally tried to cook it in the crock pot when you were drunk, right? And suddenly you got caramelized cheese. No, it was because uh, my friend Derek's mom made like caramel pie, which was just a slice of caramel with a crust. It was amazing, and is I was the, like, "Is this uh, uh, the same guy who would eat the steakums?" No, no, that was a different guy. <laughs> steakums. Ugh. I did find out those things still exist. I saw them at a store the other day. Oh, those are rough. You, you can't feed them to a dog, man. No, you can't. They're the worst. Blurry photos brought to you not by Steakums. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Moral moral conundrum. What if Steakums is like, we will pay you $1 million. Done. Sold. I have no soul. I don't care. Uh, no. The, now, uh, where's your women to defile? Yeah. <laughs> but I asked his mom. I was like, how the heck do you make this? She's like, you, you put condensed milk in a crock pot and let it just sit there for like eight hours. And then, then you have a crock pot full of caramel. Weird. Right. Wow. Cooking tips with Dave and David. Yep. Right after the angel talk. That's right. Uh, oh, do you need uh I also would like to offer you this sweet tip. Why don't you put the puns at the end of every episode? Because people like it like that. Oh. Tie it up real nice and tied mm-hmm. on top. I, I could use some puns. This oh, it's, man. it's been it's been a big uh it's been a stakeum to chew on for what? sure. What? This go around. They're the worst. For Hope you got something out of it without without us being too uh, uh, preachery. Yeah, no, I I don't think we went too bad. We've we've gone off the rails worse than that in the past. Yeah. So if you're still around 
you know. This actually came to us from a, a listener suggestion from our yeah. listener Jeff. Thanks, thanks yeah, for, thank uh, you, Jeff. This was a great there. idea. We would not have come up with this on our own. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guarantee told you. I mean, we uh, we might have touched on Nephilim. Yep. I think, and it, it's it's a weirdly big. It unfolds. Yeah. It, it gets bigger as you go. And that that was surprising to me as well. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's a, uh, a it's a big pizza to take toppings off of. It's a giant pumpkin. You just scooping guts and scooping guts. But the whole religious history kind of stuff, the biblical. Oh uh, man, that's a rabbit hole. It, oh my, it, it's yeah, it's a rabbit hole that that has no bottom and is full of like YouTube channels. Right, and people are stabbing you the whole way down, <laughs> and telling you what a terrible person you are. Yep. So we'll, we'll try. I I like biblical history and stuff. Just in the fact that a lot of it is there's more to it than what is is usually taught. Or yep. the the translations thing gets me every time. It's just like in the original text, you know, which maybe you can listen to that because that's coming from. It's closer to people that may have actually experienced something. Yeah. Than some monks sitting in cells illuminating manuscripts. Those stupid monks. <laughs> and and before I, I rant some more, let's go on and get to these puns. Oh, are we going to do puns? I am sorry. I thought that we had just blown right yeah. by pun the pun stand. Yeah, I, <laughs> I keep running my mouth. I was but. like, wow, I, I, I really took it to the, the, the hoop with the puns. That's not happening. Nope. Uh, I went first last time, so you get to go. You always say that, but I don't know if it's always true. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you can keep track and then... Well, you got me there. <laughs> All right, suck a butt. It turns out that the uh, the spawn, the sires of, of angels and the, the the daughters of man, they weren't all bad. No, no, they were uh, they were gigantic, cannibalistic, evil, mean spirited, and ugly creatures. But they were amazing musicians. So if you ever get yourself a uh, time machine, why don't you go check out the uh, Nephilim Harmonic uh, Orchestra? <laughs> I hear their divorce rack symphony number no. nine is mm-hmm. wonderful. Oh, they're doing nocturnes next season. <laughs> Actually, they uh, they did a little stint where they where they played some reggae music. Did you hear about that? No, you didn't hear about that. No, I didn't. Uh, it's, I didn't read that newspaper. It goes along with the the hot new beach craze where they the have huge giant bars to slip under. It's called Nephilimbo. Oh, nice. All right, tough guy. All right, I'm not I'm not done with you yet. Okay. Amongst the uh, the fallen angels who who imparted this uh, ancient and forbidden knowledge unto man, mm-hmm. you know, like we went over, they they taught uh, metallurgy, uh, astronomy, astrology, so many things. Uh, but amongst them was one who actually uh, taught them how to make food extra spicy, and that was uh, Shirachiel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, stuff's evil even today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Shiracha well, translates as ancient evil. Yeah, all of mankind's sins in your mouth. <laughs> Gross. Uh, well, I, I've got a I've got a mobile phone here with uh, it, it's just got a terrible plan. Just the the worst, the stupidest plan that you can have. You if you use it, you just you're gonna want to go out, bury it in the desert, and and throw it in a lake of fire. Okay. It's called the Azazel phone. Oh, man. I see what you did there. I see what... (laughs) (laughs) And that's puns. That's (laughs) Hey, uh, what you might want to do, just if if you're sitting there... Allow us to impart to you some ancient and forbidden knowledge. Things you should do that may seem wrong or bad. There's there's an ancient uh, text 
that you can look up actually on your uh, your phone or mobile device. What? Or computer, mm-hmm. laptop, desktop, top top, top hat, <laughs> top gun. Do you know that uh, the girl from Top Gun's gay? Uh, so Kelly McGillis is yeah, gay. That's what I heard. Huh. <laughs> Boy, Flora, you just took my breath away. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Thanks, Berlin. <laughs> that's my new best way of citing things. Is thanking. Thanks. thanks. Oh, thank. Just thanks. I thought it was just uh, singing the song. Hey, go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to us on there. And uh, by stars. "Take My Breath Away" by Berlin. And while you're there. Stop by our web, our our presence on iTunes, and write us a review. Yeah, write us a review. Give us give us some stars. Rate us there. Watching in slow motion as I wrote, Dave and Dave are awesome. Wow, wow. <laughs> what else can they do, Flora? Well, you can take the uh, highway to the danger zone that is Twitter. <laughs> Follow us at Blurry underscore photos. Yeah. I went to the stumbler pond. I didn't know what to do when I went to stumbler pond. Thanks, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> it works for everybody. Yeah. Uh, as long as I know who does it. <laughs> What's another song from there? <laughs> that was it. That's it. That's all. That, that's the Everything soundtrack. else is all just like orchestral shit that people like skip through yeah okay well that that's good because then all we got let oh you've lost that love and feeling oh okay yeah you've subscribed that youtube channel <laughs> whoa blurry photos podcast <laughs> underscore dot org on the twitter book or the face upon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please stop. Just, uh, just um, if you skip, just turn it off now. You, you know what we're gonna do? Ten more minutes of this. Yep. Uh, Facebook. We're on there. Blurry Photos Podcast. Find us, like us. Uh, Dave, we are dangerously close to 100 likes. That is dangerous. The centennial mark. Do you, do you know what happens when we get 100 likes? We get a, a letter from the Queen. I think. Yep. Hmm. We get a lock of hair from the newborn baby's head. Yep. Great, you guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, you are righteous and awesome. Feel free to drop down from heaven and check us out. <laughs> for this episode of Blurry Photos. I am Davidiel, teacher of songs. Stecco. <laughs> and I am highway to the David Flora. Oh, shit. Well done. I'm gonna take it out <laughs> to the bye.